Zoro, the gay blade. No, no, that's not a mistake. That's the name of the movie. 1981, Zoro the Gay Blade, directed by Peter Madak. Screenplay by Justin McCauley. Writers Hal Dressner and Greg Holt. <laughs> Five million in the box office. Is that good or bad? I don't know. You gotta put inflation on that shit. <laughs> yeah. You know the people that came out to watch this just came out of like Naked Gun. 1980. Yeah. Um, Three Amigos, Blazing Saddles. 1981. Yeah. Airplane. Damn. Of the 70s. So you do casting? Yeah, you do that. Go ahead. So the lead character, George Hamilton, plays three characters in this? We'll get to that. Laura Hutton, uh, Charlotte Taylor Wilson, Brenda Vaccaro plays Florinda. The Probably the highlight of this movie for me, Rob, Rob Lieberman plays es- yeah. Esteban. Donovan Scott plays Paco, who also st- sold some steams. And uh, anyone else noteworthy? No. There's not. Not a lot of talking roles for side characters in this. No. Unless they said, yeah. your name's Zero? Or whoever Eyepatch was, maybe laughed a couple times too. Yes, that's, uh... Poof! <laughs> <It's> <laughs> poof. How do, how, how do we begin this? Because this is probably not a movie that would... <sighs> this is tough. It's so... Yeah, it's from the 80... It's from 81. I watched this movie when I was a kid with my older brother. Like, we were, like, so... I guess we found it... Saw it... Found it. We saw it on TV, like, in the early to mid-90s. Right. And we thought it was the funniest fucking thing I wonder ever. what they would have edited out. I don't... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember the fruitcake scene, because yeah. we used to quote that. We'd go, That's fruitcake! Like, fruitcake! Yeah, that's yeah. pretty funny. And yeah, sissy. We said sissy a lot, but I don't know if that's offensive by today's standards. But anyways, Zoro to, to talk about what happens in it. Zoro dies, but leaves a note to his son. His strange son. Yeah, about taking up the mantle. Also, his strange son. Strange and strange <laughs> yes. and very arrogant. Well, uh, very orange. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, is, <laughs> <coughs> Again, the incomparable George Hamilton. If you know nothing about this man. He has spent a lifetime with bronzer and tanning himself to the peak levels of orangeness. <laughs> I can't remember which roast he's, he's very in. very orange in this one. Yeah, I think he might be in the Donald Trump roast. Oh, really? But they go at him for, again, being essentially just an, an orange man. Um, but yeah, he uh, he takes up the mantle of Zorro, ends up breaking his ankle, or spraining his ankle. And he has a twin, bro- uh, tw- identical twin brother. Oh, so you're just jumping all over. No, this him. is the story okay. that takes up the that takes over for him. Yes, as he's feeling his ankle. Yeah, makes that's a, that makes sense. That's the story. Essentially, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to be Zoro, and he finds out he's Zoro based on like a costume party. It's like how what are they gonna dress up like a bullfighter, a uh, matador? It's the we, same thing. He, we, we we were talking before about the first big lie. Yes. Do you want to know what my first big laugh is? Or do you want me to go through, like, the story till we got to the first big laugh? Because, I, like, pa- Paco and his sign language, funny, but I didn't laugh at that. Um, the goons that, like, break into his whole, like, his room. Yeah. That all have swords and no guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, stupid, but I was like, none of you guys have guns? Right. Um, but didn't laugh. No. I just noticed that this was literally the I best. I want to know if we have the same. I'm asking because I want to know if we have the same one. I, mean, yeah, I, had, a, I had a very big laugh at it, the beginning. It, 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 it probably is. You definitely laughed at what I laughed, too. Um, I just I I wrote a comment that this is probably the best era for mustaches because there were some amazing Fantastic. mustaches on Mustachios. It. Um, and then uh, Esteban and his terrible accent, <laughs> funny but not he steals my first the show. laugh. He steals the show. He does. He's he's probably the MVP <laughs> of this. My first laugh is when he, um 
Diego rides into wherever Esteban lives, like this new, like San yeah. Diego or Los Los Angeles, right? Uh, the birthplace California, of California. Yeah, yeah. He says that. That's a funny line, but Alta like, California. And Esteban tells Diego, um, your your dad died. He was frightened by a horse, by a turtle. I laughed at that, and then they, they said the turtle was executed. I laughed so hard at that. I laughed so hard at that. That was my hardest first laugh. I was like, this was too late in this movie. Like, I wish you front loaded that. I've been like, like him getting a letter. It's like, you have to see Esteban. And it's like, Esteban, I'm here. It's like, your horse died. I mean, your father died. How? He fell off his horse. How? A turtle scared him. You executed the turtle. <laughs> see, I, I love the. Actually, so I, yours was before mine. Okay, fair enough. It was Paco as a bear. <laughs> That's late. Yeah. That's that, super late. I erupted. That's super You know what happens before... Yeah, but I laughed the whole time. As soon as he came out, I was like, which came before... Which came first? This or Spaceballs? Probably this? This, I think. Because Spaceballs is 80... Right around the time. It's definitely 80s, right? Because that was Mel Brooks laugh. Because Paco kind of looks like Barf. And, and then obviously like, I got yeah. I got some Chewbacca off of him because Zoro's Han in this, but he comes out and I was like, he's totally barf because he, he makes fun of like you're a bear but you look like a dog. Yeah, Space was '87, so this okay, is six this is years prior. So Mel Brooks is like the one good joke in this. I'm taking it. Yeah, we need a side character. But when they so they had the costume party, he dresses up like a bear. His <laughs> his sidekick Paco dresses up like a bear, and I was dying like him riding on the horse and shit. Yeah, strong <laughs> But you didn't even laugh at the old lady. So, like, there's a caretaker in the house that they're staying at, and she comes in with a giant casket. Oh, no, you're right. And yeah, she's that was walking hilarious. around with that. Yeah. And, like, as he's just, like, having a monologue to himself. Look, I wrote that right after, so maybe that was. Maybe I just wrote this out of. You just wanted to talk about the bear. The bear yeah, Black Rose the Bear. Old lady carrying the coffin up the stairs. He's like, oh, thank you. Just put it anywhere. Oh, put it over there. there. And she gets over <laughs> like, that uh, window. Oh, put it on that side of the window. Like, she's, like, like just struggling with this giant cat yeah, it's, it's on her massive. back yeah it's, it's huge and it's full it's kind she's of... like a piano mover it's like she had a piano <laughs> on her back it's it's a good like gag it's a good sight gag but like this movie is either short of sight gags or either short of like punched up writing that it couldn't have been compared to like mel brooks or like steve martin martin short chevy chase in their prime with three i think it, yeah if, if they had had yeah if they had, had um anybody from maybe National a magic Lampoon, yeah or, this movie would have gone or over the anyone edge. who yeah. works with Mel Brooks, you guys could have been. Because it's been it's classic. funny, but it's not a yeah, it's not a classic. To just push you over, because they could have kept pushing the envelope with the gay, and there's not really a lot of like overtly gay things. The gay thing's pretty tame in this. Yeah. For a movie that's called the Gay Blade. The Gay Blade, and to that be, and that's to maybe, be fair. That's one of the biggest complaints is like Gay Blade doesn't happen until halfway through the movie. Right. His brother doesn't take over until uh yeah quite a. Little... I did laugh when Esteban is talking to the people and he's like, "I will have the, my weight in gold," and everyone's like. Your weight? He's like, and he points to the fat guy. And he's like, no, his weight in gold. Like, the fat joke always hits. Or the, or the one. fact that nobody, every time uh, Zoro makes the letters yeah, Z, yeah. nobody knows what it is. Uh, is that a two? A two? Like, no, no, no. That like, was a good run that, on. Yeah, that's how we learn. That's how I learned. That my child has learned to say two. He's like, no, that's a Z. So there's, he has a, there's another character here. Even uh, Patch calls him Zero. Yeah, Zero. Yeah, <laughs> he know his yeah there's, a, there's a character here. Uh, we're talking about the great. Um, Esteban, or he becomes the alcalde. This is Rob, is the Lieber, mayor. The Rob Lieberman. That right, yeah. He, uh, his whole thing is he's a childhood friend with, of, of, uh, Zorro. Right? Right, yep. They grew up together, whatever, and he's, now they're at odds. Right. And he becomes the mayor, the alcalde. Mm -hmm. So he's in power, and he's like the big bad. 
in the movie. Yeah, he's the sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever mob boss in Gotham, whatever the Lex Luthor. He's just the power corrupted, but still has ties to his old friends. Right, and then Zoro shows up in his town. Right. And he hates it. He instantly. Well, like, because like, he he rules with an iron fist. We're know? we're skipping over the first time that Zoro appears. Obviously, at the party. And essentially, well. I want to skip over that to, like, get to, like, the tax, where he fights Eyepatch. Oh, the tax bait, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, so, like, he dresses up thinking, like, it's just a costume. There's the, we'll go back to the ball, but, like, he's out in the field, and, like, one of these farmers gets robbed by Eyepatch dude, and he chases him down, and, like, he wins the, the sword fight, but, uh, then Zoro's like, do you not recognize the great mark of, do not recognize the mark of great Zoro? And then the eye patch looks up at like the tree and like lifts Listen his eye patch. Like, yeah. yeah, I love it. Right, yeah. the way he delivers it, like <laughs> it was so like dead. Yeah, he's, he's good at this. Yeah, that made me laugh. There's a lot of moments like that. I was like, I wish there was more of it. Um, and then when they finally go to the party, they let Zoro through, and then the guards are like, "Where's your invitation, Senor Beaver?" <laughs> I, I laughed a lot. That. I was like, That's good. They get into the sword fight, and they had they hand the the. So Alcade's wife like is infatuated with Zoro, right. and uh, when they get to a sword fight at the ball, they hand over their their sheaths or whatever. Right. She takes Zoro. <laughs> it's like hold this place. She's like absolutely. And Alcade's like hold it please, and she doesn't even move, and it like flows by. <laughs> uh, I love that. That, uh, that got me good. I think Eyepatch. I wish I remembered his name, but it doesn't matter because Eyepatch is Eyepatch. Tax man. Asked about like Esteban, what's going on with Zoro, and Esteban's picking a flower. And he just starts tearing off all the leaves of it. Like, he's so angry. He just starts ripping it off. I was like, and there's, like, a few, like, flower gangs, right? So, like, again, I wish this had the kind of speed of, like, a Mel Brooks or, like, a Robin Williams or a yeah. Care, where they yeah. just keep hitting you. Like, yeah. they pound it home. Or a Fairly Brothers where if you don't laugh at the first one, you're definitely going to be laugh at the last one because yeah. you've seen it so many times. Um. The joke about Al Caldin and his wife only fucking 12 times a year. But it's in one night. And he's, and he's like... Quick, what, what do you guys eat? Oysters? Right, eggs? Yeah, yeah. And, wait, I have a quote. It's like, a lot of garlic. And then she has the great line. It's like, she's so in love with Diego. But she's like, why didn't I marry you? And he's probably like, because I didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love those lines. It's so dry and it's so perfect. Um, Throughout the throughout the movie, Alcalde keeps coming close to figuring out that his friend is, is Zoro. Zoro. We Diego, didn't talk about there's there's like three major fight scenes. The first one's in the costume book. Yeah. That was actually like a good fight. Yeah, it was good. Sequence. Yeah, choreography's good. And then it ends with him escaping out the window and he and jumps down. His yeah. He cuts his Oh, that's right. That's how he breaks his foot. We skipped that. And then, yeah. like he jumps down. And he's like ah shit. And like yeah. it was just a little like swear, but it made me laugh so hard. And he limps off. They limp, They see him limping. So yeah, they, they know that Zoro broke his or hurt his ankle. And right? that's and like the the villains were actually um smart in this film, right? Like yeah. they they were basically onto him. The only problem was like he was smart enough to be like i have a twin brother yeah. like they would have caught this guy yeah so many times yeah which and, is great yeah uh the part where he's laying in the bed right after the ball <laughs> he's laying in the bed with his foot all, all murked and alcali's wife comes to him right because she's horny yep he locks her away into a like the back of the casket. Back yeah. of the casket when Alcalde comes in to look for her. Which is a dead giveaway because in the back of the casket is the picture of Zoro yeah. and like the wanted poster. Yeah. So like a maid could be like, oh, what so, the hell? So you're Zoro, eh, Diego? But he, he Alcalde comes in and and Don Diego's like, he's like, oh, who? What did uh, what did this Zoro look like? He's like, it's about your height. <laughs> your weight. About your yeah, weight. Yeah, taps him. Your weight. You know about. Your stature. 
he was walking, jumping, and like, so I do that walking, with my, running, and jumping. I do it with my with my kid in now. Place? Oh, dude! I, I showed her that. I showed her the clip of the walking and running and jumping in place, and walking and jumping and running in place, so and walking like, and jumping. He and keeps running. getting him to imitate what yeah. he, Esteban is doing in order for him to for Esteban to try and figure out if Diego is actually in fact Zoro. Yeah. But the sequence is so funny because he's like so on the money. He just for the reason decides not to believe his instincts. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. So so in case you didn't understand what the hell we were just talking about, he he forces him to come. He forces Don Diego to come out of bed to <laughs> to prove that his foot's not hurt and makes him walk and jump and run in space in place. To the point they start a little dance of walking and running dance. and jumping, jumping in place. place. Walking <laughs> and running and jumping. Like they're they're yeah. they're literally best friends because they're both having fun doing yeah. this. Yeah. Like Esteban essentially forgets that he's looking for this dude. That... And then he starts yelling. No. <laughs> and that's why they get to say Esteban only works in two voice settings. Either it's Soft. like normal. Or like scream, and like his hands are always in the air screaming or something. It's so good. Yeah. Like, it's so good. It sucks the fact that like we keep under undercutting the fact that like these are all white people in what should be uh, yeah they're, they're Hispanic all, roles. Yes. And George Hamilton's Hispanic accent is blatantly oh, bad. Oh, it's so... Like it's it's completely every stereotype you've ever heard of. What were the jo- I can't remember the jokes at the beginning when he's talking to the to um what's his name the lead girl lead lady um, like oh I'm, he's like he's butchering words like <laughs> i was like oh yeah you oh but he has a great line that actually we'll get to that so you're talking about charlotte taylor Wilson. charlotte yes yes, yes. Charlotte taylor she gets, winston she gets introduced into the story as she's a missionary yeah she's coming to bring the revolution and kind of the people back into power um and she shows up in this like a, like this gorgeous purple dress and like it's a great scene because everyone else is just wearing like tan colors and like yeah she pops salt and brand and it's, like she just like pops out right so when Diego sees her it's clearly like uh, love at first and sight. he's so cocky and she's, about and it, she's yeah. lit so nicely too right yeah. like she's like soft eyes and everything but uh, she has he has this line she she like gets up on a like a platform to talk about like I'm here to save the people and in the corner you see like little children go under her dress to look up on it I laugh so hard and then she's like I'm here to save you all from the greedy bloodsuckers and he's like well I am one of the greedy bloodsuckers right? see but that, and that's what you're talking about the, the, when you're talking about Mel Brooks yeah. he has more background activity going there'd be on, so like, many jokes like packed that. in yeah um she, he keeps saying like you're not from here because you smell like ships in the field and like, like that's what it was there's like there's ships in the field she's like yeah, ships that go bah bah she's like oh sheeps, sheeps yeah like, that's what I said ships the amazing line that he says is, uh, she says something like, you have an accent, and I can't understand you. She's like, telling the people that have accents when they don't, that's the most underrated line ever, because how many, I guess we'll say, travelers or conquerors or people that have gone to another country have shown up and been like, you're different. Yeah. When actuality, they're the ones the, that stand yeah. out. You're the so outcast. Yeah. I felt like that was such like a low-key comment that not a lot of people were picking up on. And then she, again, that, that she's a smoke show in that dress. Yeah, and so another the other scene where Alcalde thinks he's, he was the one poster up, right, of Zorro, and then he's <laughs> with he's with Don Diego, and he's like, I hate to say it, friend, it looks like you. <laughs> and it's the second it's the second time when he's trying to catch him. And he puts he puts a little, puts thing a little, little the, the scarf head, over the his scarf face. Over his face. Like, kind of. I like he goes. He goes. Who does this remind you of? He goes Zorro. Of course it's Zorro. <laughs> And again, he makes him talk like he's the same something like yeah, a sissy boy, yeah. something like a sissy boy. You know what I mean. And so he makes him like do all these like flamboyant things, like wave his arms, like and shave, shake yeah. his hips, and, and like, say you're naughty, bad, evil alcalde. <laughs> 
we're all over the place, but so is this movie. There's, yeah, it's there's all over. There's a like there's certain the stories that don't irrelevant. make sense. Yeah, well, there's a certain point where there's all of a sudden a slave montage where it talks about like like there's workers in the field and there's like yeah. a slave mine, but like there was no dialogue or anything to say like this is the actual story. Like we want to rescue and liberate these kids from the right the slave mines. And so it's funny if you watch The Mask of Zorro because that's a pivotal um, story plot. Where the... Almost everything Zorro is like him releasing people from mines. Right. That's sl- slaves from mines. It I happens. Guess, yeah. It's like in a lot of books. <laughs> I, I guess that, that's, that's what happened that, That's what's going on. Yeah, right? fair enough. So we get introduced to Whiteface uh, George Hamilton. And I wrote somewhere Ben Stiller is taking notes. Bunny Wigglesworth. Eventually he will don Whiteface. Yeah. Know, but better. Um, and then his British brother, all of a sudden, who came from, I guess, Britain, or like a ship? No, no, he was, so this is, it's actually really funny backstory, I laughed pretty good at this. Okay. Uh, they were, they raised, they're, they're from Alta, California, but he was sent away to join the Navy to learn how to be a man. (laughs) (laughs) So while he was away, he adopted, like, the English accent and all this shit, and and changed his name to Bunny Wigglesworth. And he's coming in, like, again... Like a painted white face. Oh, the, it's like, it looks like the, a doll. The Baroque wigs. Yeah. Well, he's got a, like a Navy uniform on. And he's galloping in. And I also wrote somewhere, um, the writer of Man in the Iron Mask is taking notes. Because that's basically <laughs> the same story as well. Uh, but finally we get into the gay blade of the movie. Yeah, and he... We're, so, we're halfway through when it finally happens. And he actually, he's very effective in what he's doing. He, right. he carries up the medley. He's he's giving the... Because the people are getting taxed to, to high heaven, right? That's right, yeah, it's Robin Hood, and he's coming oh, to Robin take Hood the money Zorro. back. Whichever yeah, he's coming to take them, take the money, and get them back to the people. Excuse me, which is the actual story in this. Except he's doing it in he's doing it in Zorro's costume in a, such a flamboyant, amazing way. He's he uses like, a whip instead of a sword, and correct. he's in different colors. Now the first time we see him, he literally looks like a plum purple velvet <laughs> prince looking motherfucker Zorro. Yeah, and I said somewhere, Sim, Simpsons, Simpsons is making notes about Scarlet <laughs> Pimpernel. Um, but I again, I want to know who his tailor is because yeah. this this transformation from all black to like he's even got all the little per- tassels on yeah, his little hat, hat yeah. which made me laugh so hard because he's shaking, and his work his whip work is so amazing. Oh, his whip game's on point. That not only does he slash a Z into a concrete wall, he slashes in Zorro, yeah. and it's just like slash slash slash, and you get all five <laughs> letters, and I laugh so hard. It was great. So yeah, he wears orange, he wears plum, he wears a whole scene about like right. all the all his tax man coming back to tell Alcaldi what he's maybe what colors he was maybe born. maybe the greatest scene. That's the best scene in the movie. Maybe I, and I'll be using that for this at the end of this because he, he wore a foot. The back and yeah. forth between oh my um, god, he's like yes he was so it's first eye patch who's eye patch is like he was he wore a plum he, he wore a plum he's like purple like a plum and then you hear Esteban like ah. Ha! I think he's trying to tell me something. And then another uh, guard comes in. He's like, <laughs> he was dressed yellow, like a banana. And you're like, ah, ah. Red like a rose or red like a radish? <laughs> it's like, like, like a rose. It's like, he was just like lime, like an avocado. Is that the fruit? Yes, or a vegetable. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> it's a vegetable. So we have two fruits, <laughs> one vegetable, and one flower. Yeah. What is he trying and to it, tell and me? And it makes no fucking oh sense. Oh my god. It makes no sense whatsoever, but it's hilarious. And again, it's something like this little scene in any like in a like a comedic genius's hands yeah. would have gone so much further to the point of like maybe you would have saw the fruit of the loom um characters in the background. Like maybe he wants underwear. Um then the, you see a sign of like uh 
what they're posting up. I guess what he's the the letters that he's knocking on the doors. Yep. Um, it says El Zorro returns, pledges peasant sorry pledges peasants protection, color for costumes, captivate crowd. Alcade angry, Don's disgusted. So I guess it's like their news. <laughs> like how they go door to door. But I just love that it's it said colorful, yeah. colorful costume captivates crowd. <laughs> Alliteration, so, perfect alliteration. Just killing it. So, and we get the Rainbow Zoro montage, yeah. which is just like Technicolor, yeah. just him in different outfits. Yeah. Again, who the fuck is his tailor? Yeah, because this dude is on point. Like game. from ready to boots go. Yeah. to like mask to hat, like everything. To tassels to, every, to yeah. everything matches. It's amazing. Not much else happens after that. Kind of. I laughed again when he meets up with Charlotte as a... This is still Bunny. Oh, when she comes on to him. Yeah, yeah. and he's got the flower in his hat, too. And she's, and she's like... Okay, we already did the sissy boy thing, but uh, she's like... Where is it? Oh, we skipped a lot. Because there's that, that scene where Esteban finally catches up with Diego, and then he makes him do all the sissy boy stuff. Yeah, we did that. We talked about it. And I asked, like, sissy boy can't fly today, but if he said cis boy, like, I'm a cisgender, yeah, cisgender. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Hamilton has pure crazy eyes in this entire movie. No He's constantly, like, googly eye, like, freaking out. But yeah. we, we, there's a scene in a graveyard where Diego and Esteban are chasing down a Bunny, who's playing Zorro. Yeah, yeah, they, he sees him at the window. And he, uh, Bunny is dressed as a priest or a padre. A monk, yeah, he's like, And he makes yeah. him pray, and then... They cut to him on Esteban's horse, and then Esteban runs. Is like, now you have me and God against you. And then Diego's like, me too. And then you hear uh, Esteban scream up, Fluke! And I laugh. I laugh pretty hard at that. It was good. Um, another costume ball happens. So clearly they only throw costume balls. Well, this was this was a trick to try and catch Zoro. Okay. Right. Um, and then. And it's a room full of Zoro. Daniel comes dressed as Zoro. Zoro. It's like, oh, I thought this was the boy. And then he sends all people that. So he gets all these people to dress up like Zoro, <laughs> even like fat and ashamed dudes. Yes, who <laughs> is the their tailor? Who's making all this money on Zoro costumes? Like, Alcon is like, look at these fat guys going like, are you the Zoro? <laughs> like, like, he sees the old guy, like, I know you're not the Zoro. Right? Yeah. He's just an old like, like, old, like, decrepit old man. Someone's making so much money. Um, And then Margarita Wigglesworth shows up. That's right, yeah. He's dressed it's drag, a bunny yeah. dressed in drag, and somewhere Adam Sandler's taking notes for... Uh, <laughs> Jack, Jack and Joe. I just love what. Can I call you Wiggy? It's like, sure. I'll tell you something, Wiggy. And he kept trying, like, Esteban keeps calling <laughs> this girl Wiggy. Um, and this was my greatest laugh in the movie. Um, <laughs> you take my breast away. Oops. I didn't mean to say that. And Esteban's smiling. Because oh, yeah, Esteban's wildly attracted to big bunny. Because that's the trope, right? Like, yeah. every time a dude's dressed up in, uh, like, Tootsie, uh, some like it hot, there's always a dude that loves a dude dressed up in Dre. Yeah. And yeah, when, it's not funny. It's always, it's funny. It's I mean, funny. I'm pretty sure it's art imitates life because there's a whole generation. No, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. You like it's what just, you like. It's the mistaken identity that's funny. That everyone's like, oh, yeah. now you're a real woman. There's always that line. Yeah. It's like, you're what a woman. Yeah, it's, it's not against women. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Bunny or Margarita makes the the joke. You take my breast away, and then uh, Esteban gets this look in his eyes like, yeah. But Buddy hits him, or Margarita hits him with a fan so hard that his face is like, ah, and then he has to force a smile, and, like play cool. I laughed. I replayed it like six times and sent you a screenshot of like his face. And yeah. I laughed so hard. I like before this we were talking. Your your one line review was Esteban screams the whole movie. That's that's the movie. <laughs> he does. That's, that's the... Going back to where Charlotte comes onto him, um, 
Charlotte's basically they're in front of like a courtyard. There's a nice little pond. It's very romantic, and she's and she just loves everything that Zora's been doing for the people. That she's like, you can do anything you want with me. And he's like, yes, uh, we can go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> and that's such a trope. Like the, the, there's always a gay guy that wants to go shopping yeah. with a girl. Like, so like she's literally throwing everything without throwing her panties at him. He's yeah. Like, no, I don't. I don't like. You. And he's yeah, yeah. And she has a line later on. It's like I thought you were two people. I could have sworn there was two of you at the end, right? Apparently, um, Esteban's wife, uh, Florinda, has this amazing necklace that, like, has all the gold that could have, like, built roads and hospitals for yeah, people. So and she's wearing it at this party again for the trap. Which is why Bunny's dressed like a, like a woman. Like a woman. To, to get close to, to steal it. To steal it yeah. um, at some point, it gets stolen, and Esteban and Florinda are looking at each other, and they're like, neck, neck, neck. Nah. And they just keep screaming neck because yeah. she's missing her necklace. And yeah. I laughed at that. Um, obviously, Zoro steals a necklace to give to Charlotte, puts it around her neck. And this time, it's the real Zoro, Diego. So he can finally woo her and yeah. be like, no, like let's get it in. Like, um, it's the real one. Let's do it. And uh, that's where Charlotte's like, I could have sworn you were two people. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Um, they make out, obviously. Um, but uh, Diego leaves. And then there's like this, again, him not saying words correctly. He's like, when I come back, we can talk about the virgin. She's like, oh, you mean virgin? He's like, yes. And, it, and it, like, he runs off into the night. Esteban kind of swoops in to pick up Charlotte and is using her as bait. Yes, in the that's, courtyard. That's, this is the big climax. Yeah, yeah he he's going to bait. execute your executor, finger quotes on execute, because he's not really planning to kill him. To try and lure uh, Zoro out. Correct. Which which works. Yes. And Again, then... that harkens somewhere. Um, either these guys were yeah these guys were, were no no these guys were watching Robin Hood the animated cartoon because it remember it reminds me of oh, when, I love that movie as a kid when Robin Hood as a fox comes in and steals and yeah. hides and he reveals himself and I was like it's Robin Hood the whole time like you get that whole it's it's yeah. been Zara the whole time he exchanges himself for. Charlotte, Charlotte to be executed. He gets tied up, and uh, there's this one little line where, like, Charlotte's just like, oh, you're doing this, you're doing it for the kids. And it's like, you couldn't say that you love me? Like, this, like, <laughs> like, this I'm the love of your life? And then she says, you're the love of my life. And then he gets crazy eyes again. That's, oh, the, that's yeah. the other yeah. screenshot I sent you. Yeah. And it looks like he's going to die, and literally, like a gold Jesus, um, he appears. It's his brother, Golden... Zoro, so golden, golden. Yeah, he shows up in gold. Yeah, golden, golden Zoro unlocked. And he saves the day. He does. Final thoughts. I said something else about something else. Oh, there's that drum gay, where, um, Esteban is trying to speak to the people, but yeah. like the drummers are like, every <laughs> time he tries to talk, they just start they the start drum roll again, yeah. and he looks at them all angry. I was like, that's a good, that's a good gag, <laughs> right? Like this movie is like thirty gags short. Yeah. Of being amazing. Yeah. Because you could have squeezed so much into the film. Especially frame. even, like we were saying, even background ones, like the Mel Brooks type shit. Yeah. Kids doing stuff in the background. Maybe someone, like, oh, Leslie Nielsen stuff. I remember Leslie Nielsen would walk around with a shovel in the back. And, and Leslie Nielsen like was that. a straight man. So if you made yeah. uh, George Hamilton the straight man, and then you could have... Some silly-ass shit, like Paco, well, he... dude, Paco doing something in the background. And then when he plays Bunny, he gets to be, like, the funny yes. side character. Yeah. We forgot to say when uh, Bunny shows up, he says, Two bits, four bits, six bits, a peso. Alfa Zoro... Stand up and say so! Like, that's his little greeting to, like, <laughs> swing in. And I tried to tell you, but I said it all wrong. Yeah, it's like, a voice You're there. an idiot. And even they have the nice little Z-end. Yeah, Z-end. For the credits. 
So, so like this was so close for being something that I'd be like I'll, I'll be watching this once a year every year. Yeah, I, no, yeah. as I do with Blazing Saddles. You see, it, as I do with Three Amigos. You, I mean, you see it once, you're good for a good half decade without seeing it again. It's it makes you want this movie to be more. Yeah. It, 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 we, I, I don't know for you. I I liked it a lot, but it's it, not a good movie. <laughs> I've never seen it before, and I laughed. But I was like, if you just did these three little things, yeah. either like. It's not as bad where it can be a cult classic like Troll 2, where it's so terrible you just laugh. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, this is legit And it's funny. so close to being one of those cult classics where you're like, oh, you're putting on Three Amigos? Like, every time, anytime Three Amigos is on TV, I'll sit down and watch it. Yeah. It's so good. It's well-crafted. And it's, those are comedians at their height. Or anything from Mel Brooks, because he's just a Mel Brooks fucking, is amazing. Uh, just a genius. Yeah, Mel Brooks is amazing. So, like, it's, they're so, or it's, it's not Airplane, where it's just like, we're the first of doing this, so we, we can do it anything we want. Because airplane was like seventy, I want to say seventy two, but I know it was seventies. Oh, I think it was seventy seven. Oh, why not? Give me a second. Let's find uh, out. But it, it's definitely the seventies. But again, they were so close from making it something that would have been lasting. So it's one of those movies that like you can't say is very great, but it's because it's a little bit of a hard watch. But oh, shit. it's uh, airplane is nineteen eighty, so it's way off. <laughs> so I was closer than you. But they're right in that that vein of yep. where comedies were hitting all yep. cylinders. I, I guess this was the bootleg airplane, right? This would have been, yes, this, this would have been, year after airplane. yeah, in, pre, in pre-production, if not yep. filming while airplane was coming out. But again, could have been so much more. What are you giving it? How many? We're doing bottle caps? Yeah. And we're doing a six pack of bottle caps? Is that what we do now? Yeah. That's right. Six. Uh, can you buy a I five never, pack? No. You can buy five individuals. But why would you? Just buy the six. I don't know. There's got to be a reason. You only have... You <laughs> I was going to say, you only have four people with you, but... You're yeah, not I was going to be like, you, have, four, you, have, you <laughs> have four friends? Here's one beer. You're like, yeah. what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Yeah. You know my two-four? Um, this gets two bottle caps for me. Yeah, I was going to get two and a half, but I think that's... I've got a no bit of nostalgia hash. tied to it. Yeah, and clearly, I would have watched a sequel with just Esteban yelling. Oh my God, he's yeah, he's the best part of the movie. Yeah. He's like, ah, Zoro! Be the sissy man. <laughs> he's the best part of the movie, but yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, someone watch this and find out if it's offensive. The most offensive thing I was in this... The, I didn't think it was the face, the face paint. Well, yes. And uh, obviously, all the, all the white people are trying to sound Hispanic. That's what I mean. Like, but the whole... in terms of... Like, dialogue, I wasn't offended, but I could see people being like, well, there's not one yeah. Hispanic person in this movie. Fair enough. <laughs> and they're all playing Hispanic. Um, I would say the actual line of dialogue is Florinda says, calls Charlotte a puta. That's oh, like, yeah, yeah. nice. And yeah. she actually plays like a white woman in it. So yeah. like the, even that made it more funny for me. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's, it's fairly tame by today's standards. Like you'll get more offended at a Fairly Brothers movie. You get more offended by American Pie. That's offensive. Yeah, I know because it's crude. Well, pie pies matter. Zora the Game Blade. I had a better job than that. Wait, let's run that again. Say, give me the same setup. We won't cut it, but give me the same setup about American Pie. Uh, if you would be more offended about American Pie. Yeah, because. Jason Biggs is ugly. Ah! <laughs> oh, I should have looked. Okay, give me one more. Well, the third one. No. And he wore what? Plum. He wore a fruit? No, Excellency. He was dressed entirely in plum. Everything matched. And he talked differently from the first time he rubbed it. Yeah? He sounded like a... Excellency! I've been robbed! I saw he was dressed in yellow like a big banana. Ah, uh-huh. I think he's trying to tell me something. First a plum, then a banana. I've got it. Something terrible has happened. I know. Just tell me what he wore. Green. Like a lion. Like an avocado. Ah, uh-huh. 